Robert. Oh, hey, Brittany. And welcome to R&B. R&B. All right, you know what? Let's get straight into it. <laughs> meow, 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 disappointment <laughs> uh you know get straight into it straight into it all right guys so um yesterday or yesterday for us was the series finale of game of thrones first of all you guys have to know that we were huge game of thrones fans yeah. follow the seasons this whole entire time yeah. And me personally, season eight has not gone to the way I needed it to. It does not fulfill my soul the way I needed to. Yeah, no, me either. I mean, like, okay, the f- the first three episodes were good, but these last two, I'm like, what happened? Like, literally, what happened? It's just I know they changed writers and stuff um, earlier on, but you can just really tell that this season. It just seems like, as a season overall, the show has been rushed. It's like, yes, we rushed. have a whole bunch of good ingredients for a cake. We have uh, eggs, we have the flour, <laughs> we have all that good shit. We are headed in the right fucking direction. And then all of a sudden, it takes a left turn. And we add fucking potatoes. Why do we add potatoes to yeah. the cake? No, I agree. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I literally just got done watching the last episode, and I was just like disappointed. Because I'm like... So many storylines were, like, just wrapped up by, with death, but like not even, like, good death. You know what I mean? Like, just, like, pathetic. And I think that all that started last episode. Oh, so yeah, for sure. this episode, the, fi- the finale, the finale episode, I was very disappointed. Mm-hmm. Last episode, I was angry. I was physically angry because sitting there and, like, watching one of my favorite characters, who happens to be Daenerys go down to the mad you know the mad road and she's Targaryen and she's losing her mind yeah. I was about that I was about her doing that I just oh, I feel like I was I just feel like Dan and Dan just rushed to it Dan and Dan were like cause we had hints throughout all these seasons that she's you know going mad and that she might potentially have the ability to do what she did I just feel like because it was like rushed and we got there to there so fast it wasn't explained like bitch how 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 is this somebody who's breaking chains and freeing slaves and fighting for the people? And It's funny, too, because in one of the like previous seasons, she said that she didn't want to be the ruler of ashes. And, like, literally in the last episode, <laughs> the entire time, it's snowing ashes. She was the ruler of crisp. So, crispy, crisp, crisp. Crispy, crispy, crisp. <laughs> That's what I thought was really funny, that, like, the entire episode was just, like, ash, and now she's, like, looking over King's Landing, and it's just all ash, and I'm like... But that's exactly what you didn't want. But she's so proud and she's so happy. And like, my, when everyone was like looking at each other <laughs> when she was talking, like, you know, Arya was like looking at John and then John looked at Tyrion. I was like, oh, they about to kill this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want people to get it wrong. The episode itself was very cinematically beautiful. Like mm-hmm. the scene where she walks out and, you know, she's talking to her whole entire army and before she walks out, Drogon flies over and lands oh, yeah. behind her and then his, fly, his wings fly out and it looks like she has wings. Dope. Yeah, that was Dope, that was dope, really dope, dope, dope. And all that, all shit like that is beautiful but at the same time, like, you can't have... The storyline just yeah, sucked. 
Like, like they of course did a really good job with everything. They spent a lot of money and time on it, and I know that's why some of the actors are like really backing you know the last season because they put a lot of work into it. But I'm just. But at I, the same time, they're not though. There's so many videos and shit on YouTube where oh, they're yeah, being yeah, asked yeah. like, that's "Oh, true. how are you thinking about the last season?" And everybody's like. It's great. I mean, like, it's I great. know Kit Harrington, who plays Jon Snow. He he kind of, like, backed it and was like, I don't give a fuck who's going to, like, talk shit about this, but I know how much hard work we put into it, you know? Because, like, I mean, they're living in, like, what, Ireland and stuff like that this entire time that it's being filmed, and it's a lot of long hours. They're working overnight and stuff. So I agree, yes, the cast put a lot of work into it, but I think the it's writers were fault. lazy. It's, it's not, not the yeah, cast Yeah, they have to do whatever the writers say. They did what they needed to do. There was yeah. nothing that I had wrong with the acting. It's just that the way that the show wrapped up is just you... You're just set at, at the end with the credits, and you're like, wow... This is the end. This is what we've this been waiting for for 10 when, years. When John... I, okay, so I knew Daenerys was going to die. I was like, after she did the whole thing, burning King's Landing down, I was like, she has to die. But um, when like John and her kissed, and then he stabbed her, I was like, okay, yes, predictable. I literally was anticipating that happening at that moment. But... Th- they really had the blood come out of her mouth like that? I was like, <laughs> she got stabbed one time in the abdomen, and then sorry, a, a little stream of blood comes out of her mouth, and then a little stream comes out of her nose. And I was like, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. For, for like, sure. how she like she was stabbed. I'm like, why is it coming out of her nose? And, like, why is it so immediate? I was like, okay, so Jamie Lannister got stabbed about 17,000 times <laughs> and still managed to climb his ass up to the Red Keep to Cersei. Daenerys. Breaker of chains, queen of the annals, whatever. Gets that one time and immediately dies. I was like, okay, <laughs> that's really time. like, yeah, that was. And then the, going back to that scene, I do like that Drogon burned down the throne because he did yes. what Daenerys wanted to do. His like the whole Daenerys's whole thing is that she wanted to break the wheel. She wanted mm-hmm. to free the people, and you know that throne itself was you know the wheel and the fact that Dro- Drogon burned it down and that was his last thing he was over it yeah that was that was <laughs> he cool was over it but I'm like the way that they wrapped up a whole bunch of other storylines like it was just <laughs> yeah Arya is you know going on her own adventure becoming Christopher Columbus gonna go spread the seeds to the new world <laughs> <laughs> Sansa is the was one of my favorite storylines. I feel like her character arc came to a good end. Yeah, I think they did her the most justice out of anyone for sure. I'm most pissed about John. Like, are you joking? I guess I'm not because I'm to be honest, I'm not really a fan of John. I just feel like John did a whole lot of nothing and failing upwards. So John lost the Game of Thrones and uh Fire Fire Bitch brought him back. And he was supposed to sit on the throne Missandei. and all that shit. Not Missandei. Missandei got her head cut off. Melisandre. Melisandre, They all yes. sound the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Melisandre. Literally with one extra letter. Misandei. For some reason, everybody backed John, and I just didn't get the hype. I, yeah. I really didn't get the hype. I, I think it's because he's always just the good guy and always fighting for what is right. You know, throughout everything that happened, he always had the same goal in mind, and he always was a protector of people and really stuck to his eyes, and he's the only person who really did that. Yeah. Besides, like, Arya. Yeah, for sure. 
Uh, I also don't understand why the Starks pretty much ruled everything. If you really think about it, Sansa, first of all, if Daenerys was sitting on the throne, Sansa would not pull that, oh, the North is by itself and we don't got to fucking listen to y'all and I'm going to do my own goddamn thing yeah. and this is my area. Like, the only reason why she was able to do that is because Bran was on the throne. And who, who decided? But they said that, they said that the, the North was independent. Yeah, that's what she said. But if, So she was just, just keep it like that. If, it, if that was, if Daenerys was on the throne, that's not oh, an option. Oh, well, yeah, no, 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 of If course. it was anybody else, so that's do you not feel an like, option. Do you feel like Sansa maybe didn't like Daenerys because she, she had that idea in, in Oh, yeah, Sansa didn't like the No, 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 but I'm saying for that reason. Sansa didn't Because she wanted the North. Well, I think that she wanted the North to be on its own, yes, for sure. But I think that if if somebody was going to rule it, it needed to be a Stark, so her having Daenerys... I agree with Sansa being the... Yeah, me too, me too. She was, like, really crazy at first, but now she seems, like, very level-headed now that she's, like, an adult. And obviously Arya is just not, like, a, a queen. She's not a leader. She wants to do her own thing. That She's been independent... For as long as, you know, we can imagine. Um, but the whole brand being king, I'm like, brand being when, um, when Tyrion started to speak, I was like, okay, first of all, why are they even letting him speak? This not is a that prisoner. I didn't want him to speak. Yes, not that prisoner. I didn't want him to speak, but like, Brayworm is like telling him to shut up the whole time, and then, and then all of a sudden, he starts to speak, and everyone's like, okay, listen to the amp. Like, like let's, let's listen I, to like, him. Like, shh, shh, I'm so confused about that. Like, I feel like a lot of things just didn't make sense, and then when he was finally like, oh, like, Bran, um, the broken, I'm like, you have got... So I'm like, I'm like, they developed this whole three-eyed raven thing to be something so cool and mysterious and then all of it uh, all that it was was oh i saw that i was gonna be king and that's why you had to keep me alive and if you really think about it so i when you really think about it is bran the good guy this is the three-eyed raven he can see the future he can see the past he can see like you know how things are going to turn out and this guy just sat back and let my bitch daenerys die didn't do anything and then he's just like oh yeah I'm the king now like what the fuck Bran if if you knew that that was your destiny like but like okay so in every other like show or anything or movie where this like has a similar idea with Three-Eyed Raven like where they know where things are gonna end up if you tell that information then things won't happen the way they're supposed to yeah but I guess like I thought that the whole Three-Eyed Raven yeah I thought the whole Three-Eyed Raven storyline was though is like He's doing what's best for the realm. But who says that Bran is what's best for the realm? And then at Maybe the same he time... Is because he can see the past, future, present. Yeah, he's a storyteller, blah, blah, Yeah, blah, so blah. he probably would be the best person because he can see all sides of everything, so he knows. I just feel like Dan and Dan didn't give me a reason to want Bran to sit on the throne. I mean, I definitely didn't want Bran to sit on the <laughs> throne, but I don't think he's a bad He's not. He's not a bad choice. But that's just... So shocking. But remember what I told you when we talked about this last week? I told you that I think they're going to put someone random on the throne. I, don't, yeah. I didn't think it was going to be either uh, Daenerys or Jon. So I thought that like, well, from the from the books, like I saw some kind of interview where the author of the books, I think it's J.J. Abrams, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was saying that like, when you create a story and you have a guideline and you put like hints in it and you, you know, lead people on to believe this story... And all of a sudden, somebody finds out the end of the story, and then you have to go back and change oh, it. Oh, I did hear that. Then it changes everything and it messes so it, it up. So it couldn't be as good as it was intended as to it be. Was, yeah. But at the same time, like we had books, so everybody knew kind of sort of what was going to happen. So the yeah. fact that they decided to go to a whole other direction and do their own thing, I think it's like 
they changed the ending last minute and it shows. Yeah, you for know? sure. I think that people were, were just all such big fans of the show that we would have preferred to know how it was going to end and still watch it and enjoy the episode rather than have some random last minute shit happen yeah. and be unsatisfied with the end. I just wanted some like pizzazz, you know? Okay, listen, listen, listen. Pizzazz. If this was my way and I had it my way and I had my ending, um, Bran would have been the Night King and he would have come back or no, 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 fuck that. If I had it my way, because we have no idea what Bran was doing while he was fucking... He was... No, no, no. This is what <laughs> Bran was doing. He was like, yeah, motherfuckers, I'm the king. Kill him. He's like, oh, shit. He's like watching the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I... That's the whole... That's a hole in the plot. I'm like, what was Bran doing? And for well, some reason, if for some reason, all of this was Bran's vision. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. If all of this was Bran's vision and he wakes up and then the Night King kills him, and we find out everybody's died to the Night King in that war. Psh, perfect. Yeah. Because at that point, punch in the face, nobody saw that coming. Game of Thrones, like, I just feel like for it to be such a big season, it should have went out big. Mm-hmm. Go big or go home. We waited two years for this season. Two years, and this is what happens. And, like, the whole, like, six episode thing Uh, i'm not understanding why it had to be six episodes because i don't i think maybe the whole uh storyline of what happened in the last season wasn't that bad but it wasn't portrayed correctly because too much information all at once too much happened in each episode you know like they didn't break it up they didn't build suspense like when the third episode happened and it was um the war with like the night king i was so surprised i was like oh already and then it was like here's the war beginning here's the war ending and i'm like Oh. All in one episode. All Something in one that episode. could have been But that was a great season. episode. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But But at the same time, this is the same show this is the same show where they spent damn near three episodes trying to cross a bridge at one point. Mm-hmm. And now we have the biggest battle of all time in one episode. Yeah, what I think is so weird too is like the timeline of everything. So like before it would take months to get to King's Landing. Now they're like, We're gonna go to King's Landing. Two seconds later, we're in King's Landing. <laughs> They're like, Poof, I'm here. <laughs> like, that's weird. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, Dan and Dan were signed on to do the new Star Wars. So I'm guessing that like they were like, yo, this shit's just been going too long. And mm. I'm ready to wrap this shit up. Y'all niggas gonna have to deal with whatever the fuck I do. And that's the part that's shitty is that these are these are your fans that you've had for so long, and the fact but that Game of Thrones was never about pleasing the fans. Yeah, though, for sure, and know? that and that's fine. Like you don't have to please us in terms of like, oh, our character won, and you know the person that we a were voting for won. Like, I didn't yeah. expect a happy ending. I wouldn't expect a happy ending either. Not, that was that nothing. I don't know even how I feel. Like <laughs> I'm just so, it like neutral. I feel empty. I was like, oh. Okay. I feel empty when yeah. the credits showed up. I just yeah. I was, when the credits showed, up, I was like. <laughs> like Like, the fact that you guys were just like yo and dan and dan decided to turn off their social media the night of the premiere and they said they were gonna get drunk and you know what if i was them i would do the same thing because guess what i got your money yeah the show is over like regardless of how we feel about it right now the show is done forever they made their money it is what it is. There's a closed door. This is a, a this door. was a this was something for them that they were like, we need to end this. We have other things coming, and I'm just really happy that uh, HBO or whoever the fuck decided that Dan and Dan are not going to be in charge of the prequels. But at the same time, I'm like, 
for them to end this the way that it ended is has no a salty taste in my mouth. Yeah, it has an extremely no. salty taste in my mouth. Yeah, it was it was definitely disappointing. I don't think anyone's gonna really want to watch the prequel. I'm like, I'm like, who's writing it? <laughs> who's writing it? Who's acting in it? Who's, who's starring? It? Yeah, like, all my, my Daenerys is dead, so I don't got nothing else to care about. <laughs> I mean, like, it's a prequel, so she'll be alive then. Uh, I think the, so. What I heard about the prequel is that it's either gonna be about the Night King and his story because we know shit about him. We don't yeah. know Dilly Squire. I know mm-hmm. that. He was created by the children of the trees or mm-hmm. fucking whatever, and they, yeah, they stabbed him in the heart, and he was there to protect the children from humans because humans were coming in and destroying the trees, destroying the Who forest, destroying their home. Was- I think he was just a man. They I mean, didn't I, say, yeah, I don't think right? he, that they yeah. specified who was. I remember that was, was like a few seasons back where yeah. they like showed the storyline of like how he became the Night King. And yeah, it was like know, he was a he was thing. a really big threat and. Don't get me wrong. I fucking love Arya. I love Arya. But the fact that, like, it was just so simple. Like, just stab him in the side and that was it. I mean, that was pretty epic, though. Yeah, it was... Don't Like I said, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Love fucking Arya. Love that scene. Cinematically, whoever was in charge of Game of Thrones did an amazing job. They spent cash money. They did a fucking amazing job. But at the same time, I, I personally tune into Game of Thrones because... I've learned these characters. I've grown to love them. I know who they are. I know their story. I know their background. If I want just action, 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 explosions, boom, 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 I would watch fucking Fast and Furious. Why? Because the characters are just... They literally took three seasons, the first three seasons, to develop the plot. And for them to just wrap things up in this way was such an injustice to the original writers and the actors and the fans, like, all together. Like, so many things happened that I'm just like I don't understand and then um like how Brian was like writing uh oh like in the God, book about Jamie yes. I just feel like that was so unnecessary like the whole the whole idea of them even getting together was so pointless there it had no function in the show yeah whatsoever I know that Jamie's whole thing is that he wanted to be in the book of nights and he wanted to have his story told blah 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 but Brian is a fucking badass like I feel like to all the women in the show, like, they fucking, they just let them be your normal average women. Like, these weren't normal people. Arya's not your normal, your normal bitch. Brienne's not your normal bitch. The fact that, like... you're right, but I'm saying, besides the woman, what was the function of Brienne and Jamie getting together? There was no function. Oh, yeah, that was fan fiction. I mean, the, the fans like, wanted, wanted them wanted to get it. together, and they, uh, I'm like, they know, had one night together, and he left... Before it was even over. Epic one night stand. And then the fact that this <laughs> bitch who like killed so many people and was so hard is out there. Oh my god, baby. Baby, don't leave me. Stay here with me. <laughs> I don't me. want to die. Like, what the fuck? This bitch is hard. Like, you know, like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks. Goodbye. You satisfied your purpose? You want to go back to Cersei? Who's fucking crazy? And also... Cersei, the hate the bitch. Her was so stupid. I, I really hate Cersei, I really do. But at the same time, the episode before she died, when she chops off Masande's head, oh my love Masande, fucking love Masande. Rest in peace, Masande. <laughs> when she chops off her head, she's such a badass. She's looking down at them like, "Fuck you guys!" She's like, like, I don't give a. She fuck. gives no fucks. And then the whole entire time where Daenerys is burning down King's Land, and she's, oh my god. Well, oh like, my god, she's, she's crying and shit. At like first, and when her hand came up to be like, "Hey," <laughs> <laughs> we should probably like go somewhere. She's like, "The red keep has never fallen, and it won't fall today." She's like, 
She's like, I have ships. Bitch, them ships is burnt. Oh, well, we have all the armies. Oh, those are burnt too. We still have the weapons. Everyone is gone. Everyone is dead. And then also, the fact that Tyrion goes down there because, you know, he thinks that they still might be alive. And there's so many goddamn areas where they could have stood where the rubble didn't fall. And Tyrion just crawls on through. Yeah, I thought that too. Like, what? Mm -hmm. I thought that because when the the last scene of the the episode before, episode 5, where, like, Jamie finally gets to Cersei, everything is on fire and, like, crumbling around them. And then, yeah, when I saw it, I was like... And they weren't that covered either for Jamie's hand to be, like, sticking out. I thought it was going to be, like, buried deep. Yeah. There were going to be crushed skulls. But then they're just like, oh, laying so peacefully together. And Tyrion had to take two of the bricks off of them to reveal their <laughs> entire two. bodies. And, like, Cersei has, like, one scratch on her face. I'm like... What? Her I'm mouth like, is open. I want Thieves, some fucking you. blood. I wanted you to see like, Cersei die. I wanted somebody to choke Cersei the fuck out. Yeah, I'm like, how can we go from the Red Wedding to this? To this. I'm like, Cersei's literally the biggest villain of the entire series, and she gets killed by a fucking brick. And I'm like, I, I also think that Cersei didn't deserve that, because I love a good villain. So, like yeah. I said, I hated her. I hated what she did to everybody. But at the same time, I loved her. I'm doing this because this is what I want to do. Yeah. And that was it. Mm-hmm. So, the fact that this badass bitch just gets, you know, crumbled by some rocks. like By some rocks. I wanted someone to chop her fucking head <laughs> off, man. I wanted to see that bitch, like, skinned alive. So, I guess, metaphorically, it was supposed to be... So Cersei wanted the, the the throne so bad, and right under it, the the throne is what crumbled on top of her to kill her. So it's supposed but to be it meta- metaphorically. It was. It was like the like the, the like where throne. she was. Oh yeah, you're Did right. Not. Yeah, you're right because the Iron Throne was still there. Yeah. Oop. What are you talking about? And uh, oop. Oop. <laughs> <laughs> Let's rewind. <laughs> yeah. No. It was. It, it was a cop out. It was just a rock. Yeah. It was just a rock. It was shitty. Literally a rock. Definitely shitty. Yeah. I'm like glad that I glad. I'm glad that uh, Tyrion didn't die. I thought that bitch was gonna kill him. I was like, please, not Tyrion, please, not Tyrion. So about Tyrion, I'm like, I'm I'm neutral on the fact that he's alive. The fact that he's Bran's hand is bullshit. Oh, I'm like, Bull oh, the most obvious shit. thing you could ever decide. <laughs> like, and he's like, he's like, Bran, I really just don't want he's like I just want to drink wine and fuck bitches (laughs) he's like please don't make me do that again I'm just like the fact that this man was locked up and changed he's the one who decided who was going to be king when Bran (laughs) sat into the chair he's like yes Bran breaker of this breaker of he's the one that was pretty much fucking yeah out of all the people there there's everything to do too I'm like you know what Tyrion is that motherfucker he is I'm like he's actually just the hero of the show uh, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, <laughs> I just don't feel like there's any like real heroes of the show. I just feel like all the hard decisions were made by people who aren't here anymore, aka Daenerys. I mean, oh my God, long live so Daenerys. Upset. She's my Khaleesi. Okay. I love her forever. He's just speaking out of like uh, lust. They didn't have to do that to Amelia Clark. She deserved better. We deserved better. Oh. I mean, okay, she should have died more epically. She's a legend. Don't get me wrong. The fact that, like, Drogon just picked her up and, Aww, like, went out of that nowhere. That's super that's, sad. That's a legend. That's a legend type shit. But at the same time, like, Bran's like, oh, yeah, where's Drogon? And he's oh like, never mind. I'll her. find him. Like, Bran, 
Why are you acting like you don't control fucking ravens and shit? Brand's like, oh yeah, I need a whisper. Nigga, you are the whisperer. You are, you the, are the master whisperer. whisperer. I don't understand. I just don't understand. I, I, I'm like, there for sure has to be another war. Like, it doesn't make sense to me how it ended. There's Starks own everything. The fact that everybody's just okay with it after we've done all this fighting for all this time doesn't make any sense. But at the same time, Dan and Dan, congratulations. I'm happy that, you know, you got better opportunities, I guess. But I just think that you could have, you know, ended this in a way that was easy and satisfying, not only for you, but for us. And the fact that, like, you chose to take the easy way out is shitty. But I mean, at the same time, you got money. So who am I to talk, you know? Yeah, it's just, it's super surprising because they haven't had a bad season. They weren't responsible for all the seasons, though, so. I mean. No, no, no. I'm saying that Game of Thrones as a show has never had a bad season. Yeah, that's so, true. So the whole thing is just a little bit weird. Yeah. Anyway, guys, that's, that. I think that's going to be our ending Let's for Game of Thrones. Uh, we kind of just jumped in there because that shit was just sitting on my chest so heavy. I literally finished it five minutes before we started recording this. And, and I like, couldn't breathe. I have it <laughs> I just I just couldn't breathe and we had to get out of there. But I mean, you guys are tuned in to R&B episode fucking one. Woo-hoo! So here at R&B, we want this to be a place where we can escape. We can, you know... Tune into pop culture sometimes because I mean, hey, everybody likes to if get into If something interesting mess. is happening, I mean, we're going to talk about it. We are right? going to talk about it. Why? Because we have opinions and you guys have opinions <laughs> and we like to hear those opinions. So, <laughs> um, uh, we just want this to be a place where we can interact with you guys and interact with each other and yeah, become a sure. community, you know, build a, a family. family. A little family. Hey <laughs> so, um, next on our list is going to be what? What should we talk about? I think we should get to our segment called Get to the Fucking Point. Get to the motherfucking point. Yeah, we're we're just going to talk about issues that no one wants to talk about or issues that we feel like need to be addressed. Um, overall, there's a overall. lot there's a lot of conversations that need to be said that don't because people take the easy way out. Yeah. And we feel like, you know, we don't want to do that on this podcast. We're we going to talk about what everyone is Thinking, but doesn't say. But doesn't say. But doesn't say. But is too afraid to talk about it. And it, I totally understand why, but I'm like, I got things to say. These are the type of conversations that, like, move us forward as yeah. a community. So the fact that, like, there's not enough people doing it. Like, I'm going to give my shout-outs to fucking Crystal and Kid Fury. Yeah. Those guys are fucking amazing. We love the read. We love the read. And the fact that, like, they have their opinions and they're so strong in it and they believe mm-hmm. in it and they go all forward to it, yeah. that's something that we inspire to do and something that has inspired the show. Yeah, absolutely, positively. So today is what get to the fucking point is... Um, so guys, we're going to talk about something, um, extremely controversial today, (laughs) you know, it's just great. So, um, we're going to talk about the recent abortion ban. Yeah, this is a topic that's, (laughs) this is a topic that's hard for me to talk about because I'm a guy with a dick and I feel like a whole bunch of guys shouldn't have as many opinions as they do on this topic. Mm -hmm. And the fact that, um, old white men are sitting in offices deciding what women are going to do with their body is actually fucking disgusting. And the fact that nobody says it and doesn't say it enough and stand in that. The fact that other people are even agreeing with them, like people who are not even in politics, like young people, people our age, like I'm 25, he's 26. People our age are agreeing with this. I'm like, are you insane? Are I'm you like, insane? you know someone in your life who has had an abortion. 
It doesn't make them a bad person. It doesn't make them a murderer. Like, could you imagine what people's lives would be like if they had an unwanted pregnancy and all of a sudden they were forced to be a parent when they are not even mentally or physically ready for that responsibility? Like, think about the quality of life that that person and that child is going to have. Yeah, for sure. And before we even, like, get deep into it, like, the reason why this topic is coming up right now is because the Alabama abortion law. Uh, Yeah, so, okay, let's just give a little bit of, like, information, background. So Alabama recently passed a bill that um, restricts abortion. Sorry, restricts abortions past six weeks of pregnancy. So most women don't even know they're pregnant at six weeks. Like there is a large majority of women that find out that they're pregnant way after six weeks. I'm like, six weeks is fresh, you know. I'm like, at that point, you your period is late. You, you haven't maybe even missed your period yet, you know? So just the fact that they're just taking away the autonomy to do what you want with your body is just, like, taking so many steps back into, like, the, like, 19, what are we in, like, 1940s, 1930s yeah. right now? Yeah, for sure. Where I, I'm, I'm a woman and I can't make my own decisions. Yeah, for sure. So <laughs> this is going to sound pretty stupid, but as a guy, you know, we say a stupid thing sometimes, but um, personally, I relate this whole entire topic to like the Hulu show Handmaid's Tale, mm. where they're forcing women to have children. This is just the first step. Like the fact that we are, you know, kind of going in that direction is scary. Yeah, that's really oh, fucking scary because I've had conversations about that. Because you know that it didn't happen all at once. That's the whole mm-hmm. thing is that this is a gradual thing. This you is gradually, literally Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, you gradually literally. gradually start <laughs> allowing people to make decisions for you and you stop fighting and you start you know complying and all of a sudden you're in a you're in a situation that you're like what the fuck how did this happen how do we get here how how at one point where all these women were choosing to have children and choosing to be happy in their lives and these women are taken away and being forced and now when they do want to stand up they do want to fight it's too late it's yeah. too late. The system's already in place. Once you allow something to be, you know, changed and then once again concrete it, it's very hard to break that mold. Yeah, like everything that's happening right now can of course be changed in with a new administration, but it would take a lot. I mean, it's just like how 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 do we allow it to get to this how point? How do we get here? And I think that like it's a lot of not only our generation but everyone being like complacent we're like oh that won't happen to us that won't happen to me you know that it doesn't affect with the me. election obviously with, yeah. with trump being elected for sure and it's just like no one took the election serious a lot of people a lot of millennials did not take it seriously because they feel like their voice you know is not heard their vote doesn't count and so a lot of people didn't vote and they're like oh yeah this whole thing with trump is just a joke like it wouldn't even happen i've heard so many people say that oh i'm just not gonna vote because it's just not gonna happen like surprise bitch yeah public service announcement if you don't vote you know, yeah. You have no right to say anything about well, what's going on that, right not now. Not only that, but if you don't vote, it's a vote for the other side. Yeah. Because if it's something that you believe in and you believe in the Democratic side or you believe in a person who's not Trump and you don't vote for him, you are particularly taking away a vote from somebody who you could have voted for. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, bringing it back to the whole abortion thing, as a, as a male, I just feel like I, like, imagine... Like, as a guy, I'm, they're like, hey, you need to have a hysterectomy. 
And those can be, you know, reversed or whatever. So you need to Wait, have a hysterectomy. Or, yeah. For girls? No, a, a guy. That's what I'm saying. Robert, hysterectomy <laughs> is taking a uterus oh, out okay. of a person. Well, at the same time, well, saying... Vasectomy. Vasectomy. Well, those can't be reversed. But say say for some reason that can be reversed. And they're like, you need to have this to protect people and protect children. Make sure you don't have unwanted kids. What, a vasectomy? Yeah. Can just, be or it doesn't matter. We're not, take that out of, out of the equation. Say that we're trying to... Like, we need to have a life-changing procedure... In order to make sure that you aren't out here getting bitches pregnant. And it's painful and it's something hard for you to go through. I feel like if a male was forced to do that and forced in that position, we would be able to sympathize and empathize a lot more with what's going on right now. Because I don't want to go under the knife. I just don't want to be forced into doing anything that I don't want to do. And I feel like as men, if we were forced to and had to have a surgery that we didn't want, we would be able to sympathize and empathize with uh, the situation that we have going on right now. Yeah, exactly. And I think that those men that decided that bill have a hard time understanding where women are coming from because they don't, they might not have to be the ones to do with the child after, you know, like more than likely if someone's wanting to have an abortion they're probably not in a stable relationship and they'd most likely end up raising that child alone you know so of course these men are (laughs) deciding for women and probably wouldn't even be in the situation to raise a child that they didn't want if they were and then one of the specific areas that are like in the clause are saying that like if the person was raped or if the person was like i'm like i don't understand how if you were had somebody forced onto you and somebody forced themselves in you, and now you know the result is pregnancy because you know sex leads to pregnancy, yeah. and you're are forced to have that child. Like, yes, you're correct. The child didn't do anything, but at the same time, the mother also didn't do anything. Yeah, that's true. I I forgot that that was a part of it. Yeah. So in terms of like rape and incest, so the woman didn't wasn't even able to say no wasn't even able to make the decision not to have someone touch her body and violate her. So not only should she have that kid, but like have the, have a kid that she doesn't want, but have a kid that she doesn't want with someone who abused her, who raped her. Like, that's it, it, incredible. And for the terms of like incest, you're probably going to have a kid with a lot of deficits. So what's... It's just like an overall type of situation that like has a whole bunch of negative outcomes. So Mm -hmm. I I guess that the only positive that the other side would put, you know, supposedly see is that like they're saving a life. But at the same time, you're forcing somebody or forcing a life into a situation that is not nurturing. And, you know, Mm -hmm. the whole nurture versus nature is a true thing that if you're being raised by your parents, you're being raised by people that love you, people that care about you you are a lot more likely to be successful. Not successful, but, you know, be more emotionally stable. Be more and ready successful, for the world. successful, for yeah. sure. And whenever you're, like, having people forced into foster homes, and the argument is, is that there's so many people out there that can't have children, and there's so many people out there that want a kid. So the fact that, like, There's you so know, many people not adopting kids. There's exactly. so many kids that spend their entire childhood in foster care. So it's like... It, the whole thing doesn't even add up. And I just think it's ridiculous that um, people care more about uh, the fetus than they do the baby. Because after that fetus comes into the world and, you know, becomes a part of a family, 
the the government doesn't want their tax dollars going to food stamps and all that stuff. People, the same people who are pro life are also against welfare. <laughs> so I don't understand how that makes any sense. Like, like there has to be a give and take. There has to be a give and freaking take. And what the part that I just don't get that like really has me baffled and confused is that like we are from the other side. They are deciding to allow like a book to make decisions for people's life for the rest of their life. And I just don't agree with that. Like, I do agree that there is a higher power and there's something more than this. But at the same time, like, I don't agree allowing a book telling some people, hey, you have to have this child. And because, you know... You shouldn't impose your religious views on other people just because you think that that's the right thing, you know? There's so many different religions in this world that have different views. And, like, why is yours more important than anyone else's, you know? Like, separation of church and state. Don't make a law based on religion. So you're not supposed to do that. And it just sucks because, like, the U.S. in general, like, if you're not Christian or you believe in Christianity, then all of a sudden, like, your views and beliefs are put to the side. Yeah. And, like, yeah, there should be a separation of church and state, but there's not. Like, you know, it's very, like, correlated and side by side. And I think that that's a, another whole entire conversation, but... You know, with the whole abortion thing, I just hope that people are able to have some sympathy, like show like, yeah, you you're voting on this bill, but you're not in that person's shoes. You you need to empathize. You need to empathize, like to be like, okay, so let's say you made a mistake and you got pregnant and you're like 17 or even 25 or whatever, but you're not emotionally ready for that or you're not financially prepared to take on the burden of having a child. Like, how would you feel if you were in that position? Like, even if, even though you're a guy, let's, let's be the woman in the situation, you know? Or how would you feel if, like, you wanted to give your kid a life that is nurturing and you're able to give them a really great education and put them in all these different programs but you're still in college so you can't even get a job (laughs) yeah children raising children is not the answer yeah and for all those people that are like oh well it's a life and you know life is so precious there's so many people and children not people there's so many children in foster homes that are suffering and going through shit that they shouldn't have to yeah they they didn't ask to be here they were forced and not not forced but people had them and didn't want them and decided to give them away thinking that like you know they would be doing what's best for them and you know abortion scars a person in terms of you know that memory like you know they feel mm-hmm. like you you do have to live with that guilt you did yeah you it's know, not like just people are just going out to, and partying and then getting pregnant and then having abortions every other weekend like that's an emotionally scarring and mentally scarring thing that someone has to go through i think people are making it seem like people are just getting abortions left and right and not thinking at anything of it i'm sure that after people get abortions you know, they are more responsible and they try to do better, you know? And even if they're, even if they're not, it's not our business. It's not our job to police people. Like, I, I don't want somebody policing me and telling me what I can and can't do. And once I do make a decision and there's consequences, that's for me to deal with. It's not somebody else to tell me I have to do something and I have to deal with it. Like, you know, like, I just, 
it all comes down to personal choice. Yeah. And I just don't want it to get to the point where we we lack on this and then all of a sudden more things get taken away and more things and more things. And all of a sudden we wake up and we're in a world that we can't recognize. And because we just let shit go, like, you know, we don't have the, the right to To do upset. anything. <laughs> yeah, you can't be upset. If you didn't fight, if you didn't vote, if you didn't go out there and make your voice heard, you have no right to be upset because... Because this was... You know, not that you voted for the abortion ban, but you didn't try to stop it either. <laughs> silence is the same thing as compliance. You being silent is pretty much the same thing as saying that you agree with the overall situation. Or that you, not that you agree, but maybe that you don't disagree with the situation. Either way, speak the fuck up, knuck up, or butt up, or shut up, fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> All of the things. So that, I think that's going to be the end of our get to the motherfucking point. I, we came here. We had a point. We got to it. And mm-hmm. now we're here. But this is uh, our first episode. So we are still trying to find out our segments. This would not be our last segment. We um, want to do like an advice type of thing mm-hmm. where we are reaching out and speaking to you guys. You guys are telling us what you want to hear. And I know y'all got problems out there. Yeah, you know, we sure. want to help you. We want to help solve them. Exactly. Um, You can send us an email of any problems that you may have that you want us to discuss or maybe give some advice on. Um, You can find us at officialrmbpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on our social media outlets on Instagram and Twitter at the official underscore rnb. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have our individual um, social medias. Mine is yeah. Rob Bates, R O B B A T E S S. So T two B's, two S's. <laughs> and you can find me at B R V T T. That's Brit with a V instead of an I, because I'm a cool kid. Uh, we want you guys to reach out. Tell us what you want us to hear. You know, in terms of topics. You know, we understand that podcasts can be sometimes hard to listen to, and we don't want to be those boring bitches that don't know what the fuck we're talking about. So yeah, for sure. And um, also, if you're only listening to us um, as audio, we also have a YouTube where we record our our session. So if you want to, you know, take a gander at what we look like. Yeah, you know, we're just real bougie. We got an audio visual. <laughs> audio visual. It's Check literally the biggest pain in our ass. So please, like, <laughs> give us some support. Um, anyways, we're just really happy that we're finally here in our first episode and we've come through a lot of adversities. We put in a lot of blood, sweat and tears and we're excited to see where this whole R&B thing can go. Um, uh, we're using this as a creative outlet, not mm-hmm. only for us, but for you guys. Yeah. And we hope that you guys are down for the ride because, you know, we just getting started, baby. Yeah. Come hang out every week with us. Um, we don't have a strict uh, day that we're uploading because we both in nursing school and school is hard as fuck so school is super hard <laughs> but we're definitely uploading every week because this is um a big priority for us and we want to make something of it so you know hit us up slide in our dms on instagram hey. or send us an email <laughs> <laughs> um but anyways thanks for hanging out guys thank you guys so much till next time we'll Love see you ya. next week on instagram and twitter at the official underscore rnb